Welcome to the Rising Consciousness Show, 20 minutes of soulful insights and powerful tools to elevate your life experience and create with higher clarity, intention, and vision. I'm Tara Antler, intuitive healer and soul coach. And I'm King Gabriel, spiritual teacher and practitioner. And we are the co-founders of Ascension Academy of Life. A global center for spiritual growth, intuitive healing, and soul alignment. Get ready to blast off. to be here with you to have this beautiful conversation uh-huh. around our intuition again part two yes. have we always trusted our intuition this is a question we get a lot have you always trusted your intuition yes no yes no <laughs> <laughs> have you? Have you? Uh, isn't that really how it feels though sometimes right we hear that from clients a lot they're like some days i do and some days i don't yeah. some days it's clear some days it's not it's a yes no it's a yes no well <laughs> i think it's a it's a matter of refinement yeah. right yes, i think yes. that when we're first opening up our intuition or we're refining our skills and our yeah. listening because there's a lot of parts to our intuition right there's our clairvoyance so you're practicing and refining how well you see internally, externally. There's clear audience you're practicing and honing in on how to listen internally, externally. You're feeling, you're navigating what's my feeling, you know, in response or reaction yeah. versus an intuitive gut feeling. Yeah. So internal feelings, external feelings. So there's a lot to navigate when it comes to our, our, our intuition. Yeah. And I do feel like it's important to have that refinement so that when we ask this question, do I trust everything that I get? Do I trust that guidance? When you have that refinement, you can actually then say yes. But I do believe when you're first getting started and you're like, it's a yes, it's a no, it's a maybe, it's a sometimes, that's just part of our spiritual growth. That's refinement in the making. That's you practicing, getting better, getting more honed in, getting more skillful with the guidance that's coming, with the messages that are coming, and then you being able to trust what you get no matter what i agree and the trickiest one of them all will definitely be the clairsentience the feeling things Mm -hmm. because feelings are so syrupy and Mm -hmm. and sweet that sometimes we get caught up in them right it's like you feel that movement within yourself and sometimes it's hard to really decipher what's going on with that movement and so we sometimes get caught in that right but again with listening with attuning and with actually paying attention to what's going on over a period of time, we get a clear understanding of how to use these gifts that we have. Mm -hmm. So intuition, have I always trusted it? Yes, and, this is like improv, right? Yes, and, the thing about it is, do you mind if I start on this? The thing about it is that, yes, and, I, I, I trust it, yet there is this factor where when you deal with the world, or I can speak for myself, when I have dealt with the world in the past and I've seen that I start on a certain route and then maybe there's a dip. Like let's say you're in the stock market or whatever and you first invest and as soon as you invest, everything takes a dip. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, oh my Freaking gosh, out. did I make the right choice here, right? That's what happens for most people, right? And that's where we have to pay attention because when you've made that choice, the choice is not always confirmed by the environment immediately. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of the times, as you make the choice, there'll be a dropping energy right after it. And that drop in energy results in a change in the environment. So if you pay attention to that immediate change and you freak out, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Then you're probably going to get locked in and make a mistake. 
this is where most people that are like traders and stuff make huge errors emotional errors again that's why i'm talking about the clairsentience and that syrupy mm -hmm. goodness that you feel because when you feel it you tend to act on it immediately mm -hmm. whereas if you can stay fast to what your intuition gave you as information and what it's feeding you continually mm -hmm. you'll find that you're able to navigate that situation and then there will be a rise again mm -hmm. yeah and this so, is yeah. where i feel and know yeah, yeah. fully know yeah that when you refine and you bring in all the aspects of your intuition so some yeah. of you might be really strong in your clairsentience like gabriel was talking about you might get those yeah. gut feelings those clear <laughs> reads when it comes to feeling it yeah. some of you might be very tuned into your clear audience where you yes. get the drop downs or you get the immediate thoughts popping in or the knowing some of you might be really dialed into your vision you trust your vision you get a lot yeah. of drop downs when it comes to your inner eye or external eyes show yeah. you signs yeah. and i have always found that it's so much more helpful mm -hmm. and steadying when you master all six points of your intuition yes because when you master all six points of your intuition when you're not sure when you second guess maybe the gut feeling or that emotional soupiness and all the goodness that comes with that when you when you question it you're like ooh, i don't know like my gut's saying one thing but now it's flip-flopping over here yeah, or maybe yeah, is that yeah. excitement and i'm not sure because i'm kind of feeling a buzz here but oh my gosh that feels tight here now the ego's pumping in and being like e are you sure you really want to take this stuff i don't know no i don't know what to do yeah. when that starts to happen you can start to move into mm -hmm. the other pieces and yes. parts and facets of your intuition and you lean into those other areas which help create a full picture it's kind of like I was just walking around the yard actually and I was having a full sensory experience of the yard now if I walked around with my eyes closed it would be a very different experience I may not see the beauty I could hear the beauty I can feel the beauty with my fingers and my feet I can feel the wind on my body I can hear a lot but I'm not seeing it whereas if I maybe walked around with noise cancellation earphones and I have my eyes open again, it's going to be a completely different experience of yeah. the world, yep. right? So when you start to bring in all these different facets of the crystal, right? Because I do believe your pineal gland is like a crystalline pine cone and there's different twists and turns and parts and pieces of it. When you activate all of those parts and you master all of those parts, you bring them together as a whole. And then when it comes to getting information, you're, you might get the gut feeling, and then there's a secondary response. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. Then you lean into your other intuitive faculties and they will support you if they're open and if you've refined them. So I can speak to you for myself and I'd love for you to share an yeah. experience too where yeah. you trusted and not trusted your intuition. Yeah. And I would say for myself, I mean, I've always had a really, really strong intuitive sense about things from a very young age, like really, really young. And most of the time when I would get that feeling, it would always be followed up with a thought. Mm -hmm. I would simultaneously get this thought that would drop down about the situation or the person or whatever was happening. So I already had that backup thing happening. So I very rarely didn't trust it. It wasn't until I would consult with other people yeah. and I'd say, hey, what do you think about this? And then their spin on it would come in and sometimes it would be for me and sometimes it would be the complete opposite that then I might start doubting myself because I've leaned too far into someone else's domain or territory or belief systems or reality and I took on what they thought for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll give you a quick example. So when I was studying channeling and mediumship, I was in my late 20s, so 27, 28, somewhere in there for about a year and a half. 
And I intersected with this amazing channeler when I worked at the Ministry of Health. And we'd have these wellness days. And so we invited healers and psychics and readers in. And he was one of them. And I met him. And the moment I sat down, I was like, you know, I was always curious, right? So I was like, I'm going to go have a reading. And he was highly recommended by friends and peers of mine. So I sat down and sure enough, it was spot on. Like everything he said from my past to what was current and what was coming, I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. It's in alignment. I was already studying holistic health. I was getting ready to graduate, start my business up. I was already doing all of that. And he said, it's going to be a very flourishing life for you. There's going to be a lot of expansion and you're going to write books and you're going to, you know, like all this amazing stuff. And one of the things that he said was, do you know that you're a channeler? And I said, well, I kind of have that feeling. I said, I'm highly intuitive. And he said, you know, we started talking and it just so happened that he had, and maybe it was a sales pitch. I don't know if it was a sales tactic, but it worked. He had, a, he had a program that was all about channeling. And so I, I quickly registered for it. And I think it was an eight week, you, you registered for eight weeks at a time and then another eight weeks would come. And so I studied with him for a year and a half, yeah. but right at the very end. So I was getting ready to leave the ministry of health. So I was there from like 23 till about 28. And so in that 28 year cycle, which is interesting because that Saturn return, a very powerful yeah. time of confusion and chaos and awesomeness all at the same time, really stepping into my power. I was getting ready to leave the Ministry of Health and I, I had the opportunity to work someplace else. And I remember saying to him, you know, I'm kind of getting the vibe that this might be the last cycle. Like I, I cause he said, are you going to renew for the next eight weeks? And I was, and I really sat with it and I was like, I don't know. I wasn't getting a strong yes. I wasn't getting that pull. My intuition, I believe was telling me, no, like you're actually done. Now, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't know what was coming. I just had this feeling that I was getting to the end of my time at the ministry, that some opportunity was about to present itself. I didn't know what it was at that time. So when he asked the question, I was like, no, nah, I don't know. Like, I'm not really getting a strong pull for it. And so then that week, so much happened. All these opportunities started to pour in. I had the opportunity put before me, like it was so, so easy and so fast of how it all happened. A past client of mine called me up and said, Hey, my husband and I just acquired this amazing resort in Muskoka and we want to turn it into a wellness retreat center. I thought of you right away. Would you be interested in coming on board as a consultant where you can create all the retreat programs, all the wellness programs, you can hire whoever you want, train them, get us up and running as fast as possible. So I went and met with them. We signed an amazing deal. It was incredible. I had my accommodations included, my food included. I would be there four days a week and then and then the following week, five days a week, four days and five days so that I can continue to still build my practice in Toronto. And so all this is happening in this time span of me getting this feeling that I wasn't going to continue the course with him. And then I had already said yes. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know how this is all going to work now. Like, I don't know what days I'm going to be up in Muskoka. What days am I going to be in Toronto? I was going to be traveling back and forth. And so I was, I was on my way back from a yoga class or something, I think. And all of a sudden it was that night, the same night, a Wednesday night of channeling. And it was the new module getting ready to start. And I said to him that day, let's just see how it goes. I'll see how I feel once I get home and we'll go from there. So I'm on my way home. I'm in my car. And all of a sudden it just stops working. I parked it. I went into my apartment. I got ready. I was like, okay, everything seemed aligned. I was going to go to class. I was going to start the next eight weeks with him. I get down into the car. The car was working on the way home and I parked it. I went upstairs, ate, got changed, get ready for channeling class to begin. And the car won't start. And I'm like, 
okay, was it at a gas? Did something happen? It's a brand new vehicle. I think it was only two years in at that point. And I'm thinking, what, what the heck's going on here? Like, this doesn't make any logical sense. I check everything. I call a friend to come over. I'm like, can you come and check out my car? We can't figure out what's going on. Everything's reading fine. It just won't turn over. It won't even start. So I go upstairs, I call him. It's now five to seven or five to eight, whatever time the class was about to start. And I said, look, I'm kind of getting the vibe that it, like I'm my first initial feeling about this was to not continue. And I'm now trusting that this probably isn't the way I'm supposed to go because my car won't start. I tell him the whole thing. And he says, well, how about this? He's like, let me consult my guides and my channeling and I'll get back to you and see what they say. Hmm. Well, in that moment, I doubted myself because I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe he does more, know more than me. Maybe he is more tapped in than me. Maybe, maybe his, I'm getting the wrong vibe or the wrong message or something. I'm not quite sure. So I hang up the phone. I call a friend and I said, Hey, I don't know if you're home right now, or if you're back from work, but I'm thinking of going to this channeling class. If you're around, could I get a ride? And my friend's like, yeah, I think so. I think I could be there in like 10 minutes. I was like, okay, great. Car still won't start. He calls me, the, the, the channeler calls me back and he says, yeah, I consulted and mm -hmm. uh, you're supposed to start with us. You're supposed to be here. So we'll wait, we'll start 10 minutes later and we'll just finish class 10 minutes later. And I, I would love for you to still come. I'm getting the full, yes, you're supposed to be here. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. well, geez, I must be really off. Like I must be really wrong or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So I put my power outside of myself in that moment, which is a big no-no. And I trusted his knowing, his intuition above my own, which is another big no-no. So now I've, I've let go of power. I've relinquished what I thought I know. I've diminished myself. I stopped trusting what I got in the beginning. My friend comes, picks me up, takes me to the channeling class. It was the worst. I pay him the money for the eight weeks. It was the worst channeling session I have ever had. There was so much darkness that came in and normally it was really light. We channel angels and guides and like positive messages. It was so dense, so intense that I was like the whole time I'm like, get me out of here. I don't even want to be here. This is insane. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what turned. I don't want to know what changed. I'm not supposed to be here. And that was the last channeling class I went to. When I got home that night, I got a message from the new people that had hired me as a contractor. They said, hey, can you start next week? It's going to be Monday to Thursday and then Monday to Friday. We'll have you stay up in Muskoka and then you can go back to Toronto on the Friday to Saturday, Sunday. So I wouldn't have even been able to take part in those channeling circles because my new contract was starting and I was going to be up north in Muskoka and I'm not going to drive two hours back to Toronto every Wednesday night just for a channeling class. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I really was so pissed at myself afterwards because I was like, why didn't I listen to myself? Mm -hmm. Right? Because I knew I got the guidance, I got the goods, I got the insight and then I took my power outside of myself yeah. and put it in somebody else that I had built faith and trust in as a mentor. Yeah. And it was a total crap show. That was such a powerful learning for me on so many levels. From that day forward, I never again put my faith or trust in someone else to make the decisions for me because it led to complete chaos. And I and I couldn't get the money back. I said to him the, the next week, I was like, look, this was the situation. I told you ahead of time. I told you it was, I didn't think it was a good idea. I listened to you. Can I get the money back? I needed the money at the time because I was relocating. Nope, can't get the money back. No refunds. I was like, what? Like, 
I could go on and on. I could probably write a whole book just on the learnings and the teachings and the gems that came from that experience alone, which I do share in the expanded intuition course that we do with inside of Thrive Through 65, because I think it's really important for our clients to trust themselves even over me. I might get guidance, I might get insight, but if they're coming to me to trust me over what they're getting, I always will turn it back to them and say, well, what do you feel? What are you getting? What's your clarity? And I might validate it for them and be like, I got the exact same thing, but I might not tell them that till afterwards because I want them, I want our clients to build, cultivate, create, establish a strong enough connection with their own intuition because you all have intuition. I would much rather you get the guidance and I just maybe back it up and reaffirm it then me tell you what I think you should do. Because to me, that was like a really big no-no. Yeah. 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 Wow. Great story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a powerful time. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how sometimes we do that. You know, give somebody else a bit more power than us by lending them some of our own mm -hmm. power. Eh? That's what happened. And then the universe yeah. spitting it right back at me, almost yeah. like a slap in the face, being like, bang, this yeah. was not the, this was not the decision. This yeah. was not in the highest and best good. And we're going to make it so blatantly clear for you. You, you learned, know, you learned, right? Yeah, oh, and by the way, so when the next day I called CAA, yeah. the, the, the automotive, you know, thing that I had with the car and the guy comes and he says, your gas tank was on empty. I said, well, there's no way that that's possible. I said, when I left from where I was, uh -huh. it was at three quarters of a tank. I swear to God, it was at three quarters of a tank. Huh. He's like, he happened to have a spare tank of gas or whatever. He said, I'm yeah. going to siphon some gas <laughs> into your tank just yeah. to get you to the gas station. But he goes, yeah. as a father figure, he was like, I highly recommend that you at least keep quarter of a tank of gas in your car at all times. I was like, I swear to God, it was at three quarters, right? Like. How is that possible? Yeah. The spirit just evaporated well, all the gas out of my or, tank. Or somebody passed by with a siphon and siphon your gas out of your car. <laughs> It'd be anything, man. Anything but, yeah. Just to stop me from going to that thing, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> wow, what an experience, right? eh? But, yeah, I suppose you learned from that, definitely, Ooh, yeah? So yeah. many learnings. Yeah, we can't lend out our... our um, power like that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I found in my intuition, mm -hmm. intu journey intuition or an experience I could speak about is this. For me, it's always been internal, right? More internal than anything else. And you spoke more about the lending of the power in the external way. How it, how it has been for me in terms of intuition is things like I'll get in, in, um, impulses within mm -hmm. myself, right? The impulse will be like, go sit and meditate now. Mm -hmm. Drop down now. Listen now. And these sorts of things. And it, it's not really a voice like that. It's just like a... What can I say? It's just a knowing that mm -hmm. you know this is what you're supposed to be doing at that time. And that comes. And each time I do it, think wonderful things happen, right? For instance, there was a time in life where I wasn't the angel that I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> there was a time in life where, you know, I was doing things that weren't in the best, I would say. Like, I, I was thinking differently. And there came a point where Something just told me, something, intuition, right? Just told me, just feel into your heart space. And I just went and sat because I was meditating the whole time too, mind you. But this time I went there. And as I tuned in, I could feel a qualitative shift in my experience, in my thinking, in my awareness, in my being mm -hmm. in general, right? And that was a significant shift. I would say that was the catapult or the catalyst for me to continue 
in this direction. I remember it clearly because I was in Trinidad at the time on Cipriani Boulevard, I believe by the taxi stand. Yeah. I remember it completely. <laughs> and I remember the night before I did that. And from that one point, I remember jumping in the taxi that day and how it felt internally. Something had shifted, wow. right? And that was just me listening. And I promise you, I have followed that intuition continuously. That inner teacher that gave me those inklings to do the things I do. And each time something miraculous has happened. Now, there are times where I get the instruction, I listen and I do it. But then as things are unfolding, because it always shifts my experience as well. As things are unfolding along the way, I may have a question about what's going on or a doubt about what's going on. And this was all in my developmental phase that would shift things actually. Mm. So what I notice is intuition is like a best friend that's there to tell you, hey bud, this is what will work best, right? It's okay. And when 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 you when if if I follow that friend and go ahead with it and trust in it, it works out well. If I don't, however, like I started up and then I changed my mind during the process of its unfoldment, right? then there are still not, not not so much consequences but there are changes in the experience that reflect mm -hmm. that as well right. right so intuition is not only the one-to-one -one external validation type situation it's also the follow-through the follow-through in the mm -hmm. conviction that what you got is actually right mm -hmm. because then you bring the beauty you bring the energy you bring the support to that system of energy for it to stay in alignment with what you actually had as your intention or what you were getting as information because tara had information there it was clear as no. day right it Very was clear, clear as day and i went against day. myself yeah but then that's that's the little trick in it so it's two faculties that we look at in intuition the external feedback system that's going on with you and the world and the internal part of you actually feeling into how am I navigating this? How am I feeling? What am I bringing to the situation? Am I following through on the energy and the guidance that I'm given from within? Mm -hmm. And that's the other part of it there, right? So for me, in, in Storyville, right? Mm -hmm. In Storyville, how this has shown up in my life is I've had amazing experiences, as in spiritual experiences, you would call them, light shows and all mm -hmm. the beautiful things of feeling connected, feeling more one than anyone, like Ace Ventura, remember? <laughs> I hope you guys I hope you guys are fans of um, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That was funny to me. But you are more one than anyone, you know? That was funny. I felt what it felt like to be directly connected, and that's just by tuning in and following the path. Yeah. And I know fully well that if everyone were to follow their intuition fully mm -hmm. and listen, that's where it's guiding us. It's mm -hmm. always guiding us towards feeling fully like ourselves and empowering ourselves. Hence the situation with Tara, where if you lend this, if you lend Jeez. that stuff outside of yourself, <laughs> the world will have to just gently yeah. nudge you back in the direction of yeah. recognizing, hey, yeah, that's not what you want to do. And I, yeah, I just yeah, something yeah, dropping yeah. into that's why you know one of the most powerful teachings from that was be mindful as to the mentor you choose. Uh -huh. And from that day forward, I have always been mindful as to who I let in my ears and my head and my energetic space when it comes to mentoring and teaching. Because if I'm not allowed to just be me and I'm not allowed to trust my guidance, then what am I doing here? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if, and I will come for advice or I might come to learn a new teaching or to master something or to receive some guidance or something like that. Because maybe I am in a very stuck place or maybe I really don't know, which doesn't happen that much at all anymore because I've deepened the intuitive connection and, and listening and then taking action like Gabriel just said. 
But I think in the beginning when we're seeking guidance or we're wanting to learn more about our intuition or wanting to refine and strengthen our intuition, we start looking, right? And then we go with maybe whatever feels good. And I would trust that because even for me, like I trusted that that's where I needed to be for the first year and a half. It taught me a lot. I grew, grew a whole lot from that experience. But then I also knew when it was time to release. And so I think that that's important for people to know too, that when you are looking for a mentor, make sure that you really dial into your own intuitive knowing. But I would say as a little like side note would be, if you don't feel like you're in your power, or you feel like you're giving away your power in that exchange, I would take a look at that a little bit more. Now, there could be something that from a soul's growth perspective, you needed to go through that to grow. I believe that most of the time, that's why we go through these crazy things, because they are designed to help us grow and become more evolved as a being. And so you can't help avoid, you know, certain situations that happen. I got the full yes to go into that mentorship, but then I knew when it was time and I just didn't listen. Right. I knew when it was time to complete it. And so I would just say, just as a side note, if you are looking and searching, make sure that it feels really good for you. Listen to your intuition and always check as a little like barometer for yourself. Am I in my power or have I given my power away? Mm -hmm. Because that will help you grow your intuitive trust even more when you do stand in your power. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to add before we wrap? I definitely want to give a little filter here Mm -hmm. to help with that as well when you're involved with any sort of mentor power wise as well because it's just power distribution Mm -hmm. we're talking about here if you realize that the mentor's goal is to keep you with them for eternity (laughs) right Mm -hmm. then there's a challenge there because any good mentor would want to get you to the level where you're Mm self-sufficient and you can do this thing that they're teaching you Mm -hmm. on their own. Their goal is to make you as good or better than them. Mm -hmm. Think about what it feels like to create a student that surpasses you, Mm -hmm. that goes on and does even more Mm -hmm. wonderful things than you've done. That's a great feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what a good mentor would do. And I really believe that that's where we come from as an organization. We really mm-hmm. think of empowering people to go forth in the world and do wonderful things, not to stick there forever, like if they're in learning mode forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you want to be your own master, mm-hmm. right? So this is something that's important. If someone is leaving you in a state where you're always beneath, mm-hmm. you want to check that and make sure that you feel that power within yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be the type of person that loves learning mm-hmm. and you want to continue learning different things, but you want a mentor that's actually supporting you in being the best you can be in mm-hmm. that thing continuously, yeah. growing you, yeah. continuing to grow you farther and farther. And not to yeah. become a carbon copy yeah. of the mentor. Exactly. That's another thing I would highly yeah. recommend yeah. because I've yeah. seen that a lot out there in the world where people just become carbon copies of the teacher or the mentor. And, and they then you're and they exactly sound like the them, same. their voices oh change, they d- their dress, how they it all changes, yeah. their branding changes. They become literal ca- carbon <laughs> yeah. copies, how they speak what they say everything now i know that we energetically when we hang out with each other we are going to have an exchange 100 percent. but to become an exact carbon copy you there's a level of losing self in that where you've just taken on a little bit little bit too much maybe of that so you just have to be mindful of those things right and there is a balance and i also think there's a balance too between some people like i know for myself i like having a business mentor because there's always changes happening, right? Like when you're, when you're owning and running a business, a, a, a growing business, there's always fluctuations and changes. So it's really nice to have, for me, I like having someone that I can bounce ideas off of, that we can brainstorm, that we can mastermind. 
I like that, you know? Um, and for some people, they like being in those containers too. I think that's why a lot of our clients continue to be in our world because they like how they feel. They like the meditations we do. They like the activations that we do. They don't need to keep coming back. They've got all the goods. They've got all the practices. They can go back and refresh. And yet they love being in the community and in the energy of what's being cultivated and created. And I think that's a very different choice point than I need you. Right. You know, and there's a time for that too, but you just don't want to stay there. Right. So, yeah. So I fully believe that, you know, trusting your intuition, listen to wherever your strong point is. If it's clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, internal or external of any of those, start with what's working for you, but then start to open up to the other faculties of your intuition to let them support your guidance so that you have clearer refinement. And if you want to learn more about your intuition, reach out to us. We'll put a link in the comment below to book a connect call just to find out a little bit more about your intuition, where you're at, where you might want to expand to. And if we have something that's in alignment for that right now, then we're happy to help and support. Indeed. Awesome. Have such a beautiful day today. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the Rising Consciousness Show. For more high vibration conversations, meditations, energy activations, and tips and tools on creating your most exceptional life, we lovingly invite you to connect with us at academyoflight.ca. The website is www.academyoflight.ca. It is time to create your heaven on earth experience and we look forward to sharing this beautiful journey with you. You're listening to Rising Consciousness, yeah. Woo! Woo!